Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm an award-winning blogger, YouTuber, life coach, badass entrepreneur, manifester, and author. My mission is to awaken and to inspire women to live their best lives now and to find their purpose in life. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and to start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. So thank you so much guys for joining me for another one of my Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast episodes. I'm super, super excited to have the lovely Vix Maxwell with me here today. So Vix, if you didn't know, is an ex-high school and special ed teacher and she is a best-selling young adult indie author, a priestess for present times, a modern mystic and spiritual teacher in Converse Speakers. Vix believes that being connected to our own hearts, souls and spiritual team is our natural state and she's excited to be of service to those who are searching for a way back. Vix is devoted to helping others reconnect to their own light, inner guidance, and power so they can live out their best and highest lives. She supports her growing worldwide community through one-on-one soul readings, workshops, the New Age Hipster podcast, blog, YouTube channel, online groups, and social media ministry. So thank you so much, Vix, for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. I feel very honored to be invited. Well, I'm just super excited to finally chat to you after hearing so much about you through George, through Hannah. (laughs) So um, my first question for you today then is something I ask all of my podcast guests when they come on. When did you spiritually awaken and what's your story? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, My story has been very long and slow Um, compared to a lot of people. I know so many people at the moment seem to be having these like really quick um, waking up experiences. Like, you know, one minute you're in the 3D world and the next minute you're like finding out all of this amazing spiritual stuff. Uh, For me, it's been a very long, slow, drawn out process. I kind of have always been spiritual, like ever since I can remember, like, even when I was a kid, like, I just knew that there was more to life than, you know, just kind of being here. Like, there was this whole spiritual world. Um, I don't have any of those stories or experiences of seeing, like, a spirit or seeing my grandma or, like, any of that kind of stuff. But I always just believed inside of myself that there was something out there, like, some kind of God or 
um, guides or, you know, whatever you want to call it. I just felt like there was something that I could connect with and that could support me on my journey and that this life wasn't just, you know, all there was to it. Um, so I've kind of been on a journey like ever since I was pretty young to kind of work out what this thing is and how I can connect with it and how I can communicate with it. And that's kind of um, been my, my story, really, my path. Um, when I was a kid, like quite young, I was really into um, like divination. <laughs> I didn't know I was doing divination, but I was always sort of asking yes, no questions to the universe and, um, you know, flipping a coin or throwing my eraser that had like yes and no on different sides and like asking questions in that way. Um, and then I got really into all of the new age spiritual stuff uh, when I was about 14, 15. Um, it was around the time that the craft came out in the 90s. And I was just like, this is it. Like, I'm like, I'm magical. I'm a witch. Uh, so I kind of went on this journey of learning about Wicca and witchcraft and spell work. And that was really exciting. And I really resonated with that for a while. And then a couple years later, um, after I'd kind of stepped back from that, I was still into it, but I wasn't like as into it as I had been. Um, I kind of started hanging out with a bunch of people who uh, went to church. So I was like, hey, I'm going to go and see if all the answers that I'm looking for are maybe at church. So I joined the church and I became a born again Christian for a couple of years and was kind of like looking for the answers in that in that way. Um, in the end, it was kind of realized that it wasn't quite the place for me. So then I kind of left the, I left Wicca behind and I left Christianity behind and I was like, I'm going to find my own way. Uh, and then, you know, the, the next, well, many, many years after that have kind of just been this journey of like, you know, trying different things and um, learning tarot and just kind of finding my own way through it all so in terms of like my spiritual awakening I kind of feel like um, I'm waking up a little bit more every day and I have been for a very long time rather than having that experience of like boom like you're awake uh, so yeah that answer that question <laughs> definitely well it's really interesting to hear that like you say it's been a gradual process rather yeah. There's one quick burst and I definitely think we have multiple awakenings like I had mm. quite a quick spiritual awakening I was always quite spiritual as a child but could never put it mm. into words but yeah I in 2016 I had a real quick spiritual awakening in terms of like a couple of months and then 2018 I had another what I'd definitely say was another spiritual awakening so I think like you say we're always evolving we're always growing and maybe it's not as quick as sometimes we think maybe like a couple of years later you might think oh actually I feel a bit more awake now. I feel like I've gone through another awareness or awakening in, in other terms as such. But no, it's really interesting to hear that you've tried so many things to, to come mm -hmm. to where you are today. So my next question for you is because you're very into your oracle cards, tarot and, mm -hmm. and reading cards. So how did you learn to read tarot or oracle cards? And is there a difference between the two? 
Yeah, it's quite a fun, quite a fun story, this one, actually. Um, so to answer the first question about is there a difference between the two, this is something that people ask a lot, especially when they're just kind of getting into the idea of using decks and it's like, oh, should I get a tarot deck, oracle deck? Like there are so many decks out there now, uh, which is amazing. And I am a big fan of like, let's keep bringing all the decks out. It's amazing. Uh, but I remember when I was kind of first getting into tarot, I went to the new age shop and I was choosing between like three decks. <laughs> it's like, oh, is it this one or this one? Um, but the difference essentially is that an Oracle deck can kind of be anything it wants to be really, whereas Tarot follows a, a system um, where you have the four suits and then you have the major cards. And a lot of Tarot is based on the sort of traditional Rider-Waite-Smith system. Um, there are a lot of decks out there that are kind of creating their own system, um, but whatever is kind of going on with a Tarot deck, it's usually, it has a system. So it will have like the suits, like a regular kind of uh, deck of playing cards. And then it has uh, like a bunch of major cards as well. Um, whereas an Oracle card deck can be absolutely anything. Like you can make your own Oracle card deck with what well, you can make your own tarot deck too. Uh, but you can just, you know, write words on cards and that's an Oracle deck. Uh, so my experience of kind of learning how to read I um, was really, really drawn to tarot. Um, I've kind of always been into it and I've had readings before, but kind of in my early 20s, I was like, okay, I'm going to learn tarot. Like, I just really feel like tarot is my thing. It's going to be the way that I can communicate with the universe. This is going to be it. It's going to change my life. Like, this is, this is it for me. And I went to the New Age shop, probably went in and out of that shop, like, 50 times trying to like decide on what deck I'm supposed to buy first. Um, eventually I bought a deck. I was very excited. I got it home. I like ripped it open. I started looking at all the cards and I was just like, Oh yes, this feels so good. But I couldn't read it. Like I had no idea what I was doing in terms of like, I want answers. Like I would ask a question and then I'd pull like the Knight of pentacles and just be like, what's like how does this relate to my life at all so I kind of went on a on a bit of a journey with tarot I read a lot of books I practiced for myself and for friends a lot but I was kind of always reading from the book so I'd pull cards and then I'd be like oh let's look it up in the book of what it actually means um, and I read like that sort of like on and off for a few years um, and then in 2012 which I know is a big year for a lot of people waking up and having spiritual experiences around that time um, I felt really called to get my tarot deck out again and to kind of like have another go and um, when I did that I just kind of felt like this is the time like my poor deck has been like in my drawer been pulled out been put back like you know a couple times a year over the last few years and i just felt like the time is right this is it um so i sat down i got a whole bunch of new books on how to read tarot and i sat down with my deck my journal uh, and i was working through this book and it was really interesting i was like yeah i'm learning this is great and then i had this um this like really loud voice in my head which i now know is my guides and angels um it's their voice or my inner voice you know whatever you want to call it however you want to see it just said to me really clearly put the book away and just look at the cards 
And so I listened to it because I felt like this was a voice worth listening to. And I put the book down and I just started to really look at the cards, like really look at the cards. Um, and I kid you not, like something, something happened that was like a little switch went off in my brain. It felt like I was um, not just learning tarot, but there was just this real sensation of like, I'm remembering how to do this. I'm not learning a new skill. I'm just remembering. So I went through all of the cards and I looked at them and I just kind of started to know what they meant. And then after a couple of hours, I was doing spreads. I was like journaling on stuff, asking questions. Like it all just kind of started happening really intuitively for me which was very exciting after many, many years of like, I don't know how to read this, but I know it's like my way in. And then it just kind of like all just kind of happened, like the penny dropped and it was just the right time, the right moment. And now here we are. <laughs> Love it. And yeah. I find as well, I don't know whether you're the same, like I will have such a connection to like one particular deck so I use mm. um Angel Answers from Doreen Virtue well they've they've cut her out now but Bradley Valentine mm. and this deck honestly like I, I just use it every day for daily guidance to say like what do I need to know today and nobody else can use this deck whenever anybody else uses this deck it just brings out the same cards that I've pulled it's so weird do you have anything like that yeah, that's really interesting because I actually have that deck and I, it doesn't work for me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, it's really interesting, isn't it? How, um, how some decks are just like, so I've actually got one tarot deck that's so accurate. Like it just kicks my butt so hard. Um, which just, you know, there is a time and a place when you want, <laughs> when you want that kind of like reading, but, um, you know, I get that deck out very rarely because I'm like, I want to sit and have a chat. I don't just want to like have my, um, have my cards just come in and like kick my butt and then, you know, that's it. Um, so yeah, there, I really do feel that like different decks do have different energy. Um, and I know a lot of people kind of like buy a tarot deck and then they're like, Oh, I didn't really connect with the deck. So I'm not going to read tarot anymore. And it's like, well, it might just be that that's not the right deck for you. Like maybe you're just not connecting. Um, I always suggest to people when they're looking for their first deck to like, just go for artwork that you really like. And if you like the art and you like looking at the pictures, then you're probably going to have a good relationship with that deck over something that, you know, someone told you to get because it's what's cool or, um, you know, the traditional deck or whatever. Mm, definitely. So when we ask questions and obviously, you know, divination, I think you called it when we ask questions, when we put Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. But intentions out there to gain that answer from either tarot or oracle cards who can we work with as their guides um elementals or you know what are the types of you know help or support we can call upon to aid us in our sort of little practices with our cards i love this question and i actually think this isn't something like it's something that we don't really talk about enough like a lot of the time people will get their first deck and they'll just sort of start pulling cards without stopping to think like who am I actually asking (laughs) like who is providing these answers Um, and I think that there can be so many different um, energies or beings that we can connect to with the tarot Um, I know people who read tarot who are essentially atheists and they read tarot from a perspective of um, like a psychological perspective so they think that they're sort of uh, reading the cards and then looking at, you know, what's going on in my psyche and what's kind of going on, like, um, that I'm not really like fully aware of, uh, at the moment. Um, and then, you know, there's other people like myself who reads from a perspective of like, let's call in the guides and angels, uh, and see what they have to say. Uh, I work with my higher self a lot when I'm reading, tarot um i usually call in my guides my angels and my higher self um but there are times when i'll read cards and specifically ask um somebody to be with me whether it's an angel or um someone who's passed over like an ancestor you can do that as well you can ask somebody that you know who's passed over can i have a message and pull out your oracle deck like you can absolutely do that um, so yeah, there's like all sorts of different beings. And I think it depends too on like what your question is. Um, if you're asking questions about money, you might want to call in uh, the goddess Lakshmi, for example, and ask her like, how can you embody that and en- her energy and what advice can she give you um, through the cards? Uh, whereas, you know, if you're asking about your spiritual practice, you might want to, um, you know, call in, I don't know your your personal spirit guide and um, ask them what they have to tell you. So, yeah, I think that's a really big part of um, of working with cards that sort of gets missed out a little bit. It's like everyone just gets their deck and they just want to start pulling cards without really stopping to think like, where is this information actually coming from? Absolutely, and I, you know, I'm I'm exactly the same as you. I normally ask, you know, what do my guides want me to know? What do my angels want me to know? And sometimes I've got like a real close connection with my nan who passed over. So I'll be like, what does my nan want me to know right now? So yeah, I think you, like you say, you can definitely work with a whole array of, of, of spiritual beings or guides as such. So is there any sort of top tips you would give for either when you get a new deck, clearing a deck energetically? Is there any sort of things that you do to protect your energy or anything like that when you read cards? 
Yeah, I mean, I do, I do like a whole big thing when I, when I read cards. Um, but I think that it all comes down to intention. So I know a lot of people have uh, like a ritual that they will do when they receive a new deck. Um, I don't actually really do that. I think that if you feel like you need to, then you absolutely should. All I really do is grab the deck and I just go through the cards and I just touch each of the cards individually and that's kind of my whole ritual which would probably shock some people who are really into tarot and have like you know their whole big ritual going on um but for me i feel like once a deck is mine it's mine and i just have the belief that you know once it's whether it's that i've clicked by and somebody's putting it in the box to send to my house or whether i've picked it up on the shelf um off the shelf of a, a store i feel like that's the moment where the deck becomes mine and that's the moment where the bond is kind of made so when a deck comes to my house or I, I buy it I just open it up make sure that I touch each card sometimes I look at each card and spend a bit of time just sort of looking at the images noticing which cards do I love the look of which cards am I like mm, not, not sure I want to pull that one <laughs> um, and then I kind of just start reading but I know there are people who want to cleanse and prepare their deck um, because they feel like that's what they want to do one thing that I do like doing, and this is, this is an old Doreen virtue technique is to hold the, um, the deck at your heart and to just sort of hold it there and like just set some intentions and just, um, you know, say out loud, um, you know, thank you deck for coming into my life. I just ask that, you know, as we work together, everything that comes through is information that's in alignment with my best and highest good, or, you know, your own version of, um, of something like that. Uh, but you know, I know people who have these incredible rituals where they like have to sleep next to the deck for like 21 days before <laughs> like open it. And I think all of that stuff is great. Like if that's what you want to do, but I'm just like, I just want to open it and just start playing. So I don't have time for that. <laughs> I was going to say 21 days is a long time. Like I would be so eager by that point. Like I just want to know the answer universe. Although I have bought some decks that have felt like I've got to have this deck right now. And when it comes, it's like, Oh, I don't know. So it ends up going on the shelf probably for longer than 21 days. And then it like comes back around. It's like, Oh, now it's the time to use this deck. So I don't know, maybe that is a thing. Maybe some decks need that. <laughs> Definitely. So you also work with unicorns within your work. And mm -hmm. I recently started working with my unicorns as well. I love their energy. So can you explain to our listeners how you work with unicorns um, and how they can too. Yeah, so uh, I basically work with unicorns in the same way that I work with any of my guys or angels. It's pretty simple, really. I just ask them to be with me. Um, I do meditations and just kind of hang out with them in meditation. Uh, I have a chat with them, ask them to um, help me with certain things. Um, yeah, it's, pre it's pretty simple, I think, like calling in your unicorns. I think, you know, again, like with everything that we do in, uh, in the spiritual world, it's just about having that intention and just kind of saying, hey, I want to work with unicorns. Um, but I, like you, I absolutely love their energy. And when I first started working with them, I was just really uh, blown away by how like high vibrational they are and how loving they are. Um, but one thing that I really love about the unicorn energy 
is that it feels so playful to me. And I, um, I do quite a bit of like inner child work with the unicorns because as a child of the eighties, <laughs> like unicorns are like, they've always been with me like my whole life um, growing up with like, you know, pictures of them and unicorn stickers and everything. Uh, when I first started working with them again, like that's the, the energy that I kind of started tapping into this like magical, like childlike wonder and like, you know, everything seemed like it was magic and, um, I think we lose that a little bit when we when we grow up and we get older and to be able to kind of like bring some of that energy back in I just feel like it's so powerful and um, and magical and really brings that joy back into our lives you know we're like so busy and we're running around doing all this adult stuff and then if you can take five minutes to just kind of call on a unicorn friend <laughs> be like hey let's just go for a little like run through the forest with my unicorns um it can really like shift your energy and kind of like bring back some of that uh childlike wonder i guess that we've kind of could all use a little bit of absolutely and i totally agree that energy is is so playful like you say like normally when i meditate with them like i actually end up laughing because i'm just <laughs> they're quite sassy that. mine's quite sassy I'm like you're mine definitely but it's nice to be able to like you say connect to that playful childlike inner child mm. energy for sure and have you got um Doreen Virtues a unicorn oracle cards I do yes I do I love those and they're really good for children as well I didn't realize mm. they were actually made for children I just thought all oh, these messages are like really cool and I was like oh they're for kids yeah. Yeah. I love decks like that. It's like, they're so simple. Like I think sometimes we try to complicate everything. It's like, sometimes you just need a really simple message just for unicorns to just tell you, Hey, you know what? You've got this. Everything's okay. So my last question to you today then is what is one piece of life advice that you would like to leave my listeners with? I think, uh, going on from like, we, you know, we've been talking about unicorns. I think, in terms of like one piece of life advice, uh, connect with your unicorns, connect with your inner child, connect with that joy and, you know, that, that childlike wonder that we have all kind of still got within us, but just gets, you know, covered up with so much other stuff. Um, I, you know, my guides are always saying to me that joy is like, one joy is like the most high vibrational energy that we can work with in these you know 3d bodies like the more that we can find joy the more everything else in our life is going to be okay it's like the happier that you are like the better right um but they also tell me all the time that like it's also a way into your intuition and the more you make time to follow your heart and do the things that make you happy and light you up, then the easier it is for you to be able to tune into these energies, to be able to connect with your unicorns, to be able to connect with your higher self and your angels and your spirit guides. Um, that wasn't like one piece of advice. That was a big long ramble. <laughs> Basically, like, you know, when we, when we're seeking happiness, when we're seeking joy, um, like that's the, you know, that's what we're here for. We are here. Lots of us are here to like do all of this work and help shift the consciousness of the planet and do all this great stuff. But we're also here to really enjoy our lives. And, you know, obviously a big part of the way that we can shift 
the energy on the planet is to be in that joy energy ourselves as much as we can too and you know inspire other people to be in that too you're so right you know it's so easy for all of us to forget that joy is possible that we can enjoy this life as well as having a purpose as well as helping people and being doing our work you know it's important that we have fun as well it's important that we make memories and just be present and like you say the more we can feel that joy energy the more others are going to feel that around us as well perfect well thank you so much Vix for coming on today it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you and talking all things tarot and oracle cards so where can my lovely listeners find you if they want to learn more about your work yeah uh my website is newagehipster.co um, you can find me pretty easily by just Googling New Age Hipster. Um, and over on my website, you'll find lots of uh, fun stuff on my blog, um, lots of tips and tricks about how to use cards. There's also a bunch of stuff on my YouTube channel. Again, if you go to YouTube and type New Age Hipster, you'll find all of my stuff. There's some like tarot lessons on there. Um, I also have a couple of courses on my website. I have a course called uh, Be Your Own Oracle, which is all about reading oracle cards um, and I also have my spiritual development group and my mastermind group over there that you can check out as well so yeah basically everything's on the website perfect and I will also put a clickable link down below for you to get to Vix's website really easily so thank you so much Vix for being here today thank you so much for having me it's been a pleasure so thank you so much guys for listening to another one of my podcast episodes. As always, if you want to find out more about Vix, then you can find it all in the description box down below, as well as more information about myself, my website and my coaching, which can all be found at emmamumford.co.uk. I hope you all have a fantastic week, whatever you are up to. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here, because I would love, love to see you again soon. And don't forget you can join my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook, where you can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things law of attraction and spirituality. And I look forward to seeing you in another one of my episodes, which will be next week. Lots of love, guys. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 